Well, hi, everyone. Welcome to the Storyteller Almanac Podcast. My name is Mike Thomas. Thanks for tuning in. Today's episode is entitled The Hometown Museum. (laughs) Trust me, that little title that will make more sense in just a couple of minutes. So stick with me. Let's begin. As many of you know, I've worked for the Walt Disney Company for many years in various capacities and job uh, statuses. One of the many roles I had quite a few few years ago, it came under the uh, special events umbrella. Um, This particular day, uh, oh, I guess about 10 or 15 years ago now, uh, I was asked to attend and photograph this lecture presentation type of event. Um, it was a an internal event, meaning it was presented just for Walt Disney cast members. Uh, I was told that the keynote speaker was this lady who had vast knowledge of the man himself, Walt Disney. Uh, this perked my interest right off the bat big time, as I'm a, a huge and always have been a huge Walt Disney fan, supporter, and more. So, upon my arrival at the event, I was introduced to a very nice lady named Kay, Come to find out that Kay was from Marceline, Missouri, Walt Disney's boyhood boyhood home. Marceline, by the way, uh, it had a main street that ran or runs right through the downtown section. Um, I'd always been told that Main Street USA in the Magic Kingdom was inspired, if not modeled, directly after Main Street Marceline, Missouri. So I selfishly thought to myself, oh, cool, I, I can ask this lady Kay if that's really true or not. <laughs> So, to jump ahead, Kay stepped up to do her presentation. Uh, she had unbelievable first-hand knowledge about Walt, his brother Roy, uh, the town of Marceline, and, and, and so much more. Uh, I discovered that Kay uh, had worked at Disneyland at one point, but what really, really just about put me on the floor was when she showed me pictures on the screen uh, uh, during, during her presentation on the screen of the house she lived in. It was in Marceline, Marzori, yes, but it was the house where Walt Disney and his whole family lived when they resided in Marceline. At that point, um, I, I basically became I became one of the audience attendees. Uh, in fact, I remember, I've told this story before, I remember being so drawn into the presentation that at one point I happened to glance down, glance down toward my feet and notice these two cameras hanging around my neck. Oh, I'd pretty much forgotten and gotten so intrigued in the in the presentation that I lost track of everything, including the fact that I was working and supposed to be taking photographs of this event. Anyway, I recovered, snapped some photos, and the presentation eventually ended. It was great. I, I got to chat more with Kay afterwards. Uh, I also was asked to follow her in a, a small entourage around the Magic Kingdom and take some more photos of Kay as she relived some old memories at locations she had worked in. Uh, which Again, she had worked in Disneyland, but she wanted to see what it looked like in the Magic Kingdom in Florida. All of the, th- all of the things I'd, I'd ever done during my time with Disney, this rate's probably number one, maybe number two, but I can't think of anything more exciting to me, uh, a Walt Disney, huge Walt Disney fan. Kay visited one other time a few years later, and I once again was fortunate enough to to meet up with her uh, after doing a little favor or two for her while she was was here. Um, She said if I ever visited Marceline to make sure I get in touch with her, and she gave me the the grand tour. Very nice of her indeed. Uh, 
Well, uh, a few years later, I found myself on a on a little touring business trip going through Marcel or going through Missouri, uh, about two hours from Marceline. So I called Kay, and she said, "By all means, come on over." And I did so. When I arrived, the grand tour began, and believe me. It was truly a grand tour. She showed me around the town visiting the Walt Disney Elementary School, uh, Main Street, of course. And by the way, yes, Main Street in the Magic Kingdom, Main Street USA in the Magic Kingdom does look like Main Street, Missouri. It's uncanny. It's wonderful. She showed me the old-time theater that Walt once debuted one of his new films in, uh, the Walt Disney Hometown Museum, which I mentioned at the start of this podcast. Still more to come on that, so hang in here. Hang in there. Um, and then Kay unveiled the surprise of all surprises, something to this day I haven't forgotten, nor will I ever. She had me follow her back to her house, the house that Walt Disney lived in as a boy in Marceline. She gave me the real grand tour inside the house. I was shown Walt's room, Roy's room, his parents' room. Uh, I actually got to sit on Walt's bed while Kay snapped a picture of yours truly. I still have that picture. This whole portion of my visit impacted my life beyond words. I'll be ever indebted to Kay for that. Well, now that you've heard me uh, ramble on here for, for today, uh, how about we, we investigate the rest of the story? Let me introduce you to my very special guest, the lady that lives in the Disney family house, the lady that used to work for Disney and is now the curator of the Walt Disney Hometown Museum in Marceline, Missouri. See, I told you that Hometown Museum title would make sense to you. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Ms. Kay Mallins. Hi, Kay. Hey, Mike. Nice <laughs> to hear your voice again. You too. Let me tell you, I, I still haven't forgotten my trip out there. It must be 10 years or more and I still want to get back out there. How's things? How's things up there in Old Marceline? It's very, very. It's great. It's great. We yeah. we have all survived in the COVID, and you know, it was interesting last year. You know, we did all the precautions and everything at the museum, and we we had tons of people come. So wow. uh, it was lovely. That's it great. Was lovely. People were are really seeking us out so they can learn, as you just said, the rest of the story. <laughs> Thank you, Paul Harvey, for that. Um, <laughs> Indeed. Really and truly. Okay, so again, I, I've kept you waiting on the line, and I, I've talked long enough. My listeners are probably they're, they're, they're sick of hearing me. They want to they want to hear you. So, I, I guess I'll jump right into it. Um, as as I recall, you you actually knew Walt and Roy Disney, yes? I did. I did. Wow. Actually, the very first time I met Walt and Roy Disney and Edna and Lillian. They were standing in the living room of the house where I grew up. Wow. And, um, and not to interrupt, Edna and Lillian were? Yes, uh, uh, Walt's wife and Roy's wife. Oh, gotcha. I'm so, sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was the four of them together. And they had come to Marceline in 1956 and were actually house guests of my parents. Oh. Um, on that visit. Yeah, it was a it was an interesting story how that happened. Um, in 1956, they came back to dedicate the Walt Disney Swimming Pool and Park here in Marceline. Oh, yeah. And uh, our hotel was kind of run down. And my folks had just built a new house mm-hmm. that had air conditioning. <laughs> and they were coming in July. 
which in Missouri means really, really hot and <laughs> muggy. It's the 4th of July. <laughs> and so one of my, one night at the city council meeting, they said to my dad, how about the Disney stay with you? And um, <laughs> without without asking my mother, my father said, sure. <laughs> and he came home and told her, and she cried. And she goes, have you seen our furniture? You know, they were a fairly young couple, and they spent every cent they had on this brand-new ranch-style air-conditioned house, yeah. and the furniture was all hand-me-down. But anyway, <laughs> mother told her friends that she just couldn't possibly do it, and they go, oh, no, no, you have to have them. You have the air conditioning. <laughs> and they said, well, we'll move your stuff out and move our stuff in our better stuff, and that's what they did. So the whole town helped us get ready for the Disney. Wow. Um, yeah, so that that was the beginning of my getting to know Walton Roy. They actually stayed with us in I, our home. That is so awesome. I, I cannot, I'm putting myself in... in well, I'll say your shoes or their shoes. If someone told me <laughs> that Walt and Roy Disney were coming to stay at my house, oh my, I'd become a, I'd become a raven lunatic, I'm telling you, I, in, in a good way. Gosh. So, uh, yeah. okay, so let me, if you don't mind, let me jump ahead a little bit then. How did it, okay. how, how did it come to be that you're, you're actually living now, if I, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you're living in Walt's boyhood family home? Yes. Yes, yeah, I am. It was it was on that visit in 1956 that Walt and Roy and my dad. I mean, they just clicked, especially my dad and Walt. They yeah. just really hit it off. Hmm. And after they had been touring around Marceline for a day on that visit in '56, they were all in our family room, and I think there was a little scotch and bourbon involved <laughs> and and uh, Walt said to my dad and they they had been to to the Disney farm that day mm -hmm. and Walt said to my father he said you know I really want to own my farm again hmm. and you'll be able to buy it cheaper than I can go buy it hmm. so my dad and Walt became partners then on what Walt wanted to do in Marceline hmm. um, yeah he was such a visionary he said, there'll come a time when a child will not know what an acre of land is. Yeah, there'll yeah. come a time when a child, yeah, will not know what happens when you put a seed in the ground. So his idea was to have a, a early 1900s working farm here in Marceline yeah. with Disney educational values. So he had my dad start buying the land. Son of a gun. Similar similar to what, what he did down in Florida then with the, the way uh, he bought yeah, the land there. Yeah, I think he kind of practiced here in Marceline. <laughs> <laughs> that little sly devil. That's there you awesome. go. There that, you go. That is awesome. That is awesome. If I, again, forgive me if, if I'm, I'm, I'm incorrect in this, but I believe you told me that, was it Roy Disney that actually called you and asked you to come to work at Disneyland, or am I correct with that, or what? You're, you're pretty correct. But what happened is when I turned 18, Walt called my dad. Okay. And said, um, you know, I think if Kay applied for a job at Disneyland, she would probably get one. Hmm. So I applied for my job and I did get it. But then Walt's untimely death happened that December. Uh. And so I just, I didn't want to go. It just didn't feel right being there. Right. Uh, with him there. So dad called Roy and told him I wasn't coming. Hmm. And then... A couple of weeks later, Roy called me and he said, you know, we uh, we have a job for you here and we are counting on you <laughs> to come out and help us. And so, of course, 
of course I went. Sure. <laughs> and I'm so glad I'm so glad I did. I still have friends from from my time at Disney and it it was a uh anybody that has has been a cast member is a cast member. It it, it there's nothing like it. There's right. nothing like working yeah. for Disney. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, okay, you go to work at Disney. You went to work at Disneyland. What did you do at Disneyland? I, I think I, I know. Well, you know what? I'll let you tell because I, I might be wrong. It's been too long. But I think I know what you did there. But I'm sure the listeners would well, love to hear this. Um, when when I was interviewed and went through, and back then when we went for through traditions, it was a week long, mm. really intense, yeah, um, training. And um, so when I went through that, they they kind of took me inside and said, "Well, we have." Uh, a new attraction coming in, but it's not ready to open yet. So we're going to put you someplace else for a while. So my very first job at Disneyland was on the Matterhorn. Oh. Um, yeah, which I really did like doing. It was fun. Uh-huh. But a, a little side story is, is, you know, you kind of went on a rotation, you know, um, right. at the attraction. Right. And so they were showing me how to work the controls. And I said, well, I know how to do this. And they go, well, you can't. And I go, well, we have the only ride that ever left Disneyland as a gift from Walton Roy Disney is in Marceline. Mm-hmm. And that was my job. It's a swimming pool. It's a Disney swimming pool. As you lifeguarded, then you ran the Midgetopia ride. Oh. And the, and then you worked in concession stands. Right. So I'm going, yeah, this is exactly the same control hmm. as, you know, we had. <laughs> so I'm like, yes, I did know how to do that. So, but anyway, so so the job I was really hired for was the carousel program. So right. I was, yeah, I was on the very first crew when the carousel of progress opened. Um, at Disneyland. Wow. And uh, yeah, it was, you know, it was, it was so fun because it was such a revolutionary thing. Sure. You know, pe- people were just gobsmacked by, you know, rotating, you know, the stages rotating uh, around the, sure. the feeding rotation around stages and, you know, the, the all the audio automatronics. It was, it was really something. Sure, it was something. Sure. And see, I'm glad I didn't say it because I, I knew you worked at the uh, Carousel of Progress when I when I, I had mentioned, yeah when I uh, when I had mentioned earlier when I was doing the introduction, um, I remember the the entourage going around with you there in, in uh, the Magic Kingdom in uh, in Walt Disney World. Uh, we actually stopped into the Carousel of Progress and we went inside. I think it was down for refurb at the time, but. Uh, I guess somebody pulled some strings and got you inside and got to compare the two and whatnot. I knew that. Uh, what I didn't, I didn't know that uh, you had worked at the Matterhorn. You might have told me that. I might have forgotten. Um, so did you do, were there other roles that you did while working for Disney? Yeah. I, I Later I went to guest services. That's what um, I thought. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was a, a huge treat, which was oh, a sure. very, a lovely treat. Yeah. I thought I remembered seeing the the uh, the D the D pin on your uh, yeah somewhere there whatever yeah and I I still wear it occasionally when I speak I wear it with great pride I so bet that was and I still have my name tag too they let me to keep my name tag oh really and yeah and it's very atomic looking <laughs> <laughs> you know it doesn't have the bump out like you know the, oh the yeah next tags have now it's very very kind of 
Yeah. Nuclear yeah. I've never been able to figure that out. This is just a little side note. Um, the, the Imagineer, at least when I was still there as a cast member, the Imagineers, for example, their name tags are very similar to what you're talking. They're the oval shape, but they don't have that little bump out with the castle or whatever. Yeah. In it. Never, been able, never been able to figure that one out. But anyway. Yeah. Um, well, I, I do not have the answer to that. Oh, <laughs> Um, and, and this is another side note, but I, I want to mention this too before I move on. I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to forget at the end. Um, first off, anybody listening, you need to go to Marceline. If you're a Walt Disney fan or Disney fan, period, you need to go to Marceline. It's just incredible. Um, one of the things that I had forgotten to tell you said it was the, the Autopia out in Marceline. Can mm-hmm. you, can you talk about that just a little bit? Uh, yeah. When, um, Walt and Roy were, they called it their Marceline project. Okay. Uh, what they were doing here in Marceline is they were doing with my dad and some other people here in Marceline. And, and, um, um, they were tiring the Atopia ride. And so Walt was sending it, Walt and Roy were sending it back here and they were doing the Marceline project, not to the company. They were doing it through their, their private company through Retlaw. Oh, um, because it, yeah. Cause it was such a heart connection right. uh, for Walt and Roy. So, um, anyway, so the Utopia ride was shipped to my dad, and Walt asked him to present it to the city on his behalf. And so the Utopia ride ran in Marceline um, one year longer than it ran at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Walt, again, Walt's untimely death, and a lot was going on in the company, and we couldn't get parts. And so they started cannibalizing cars for parts, and finally the city just couldn't keep it running anymore. Uh-huh. So, um, but good news is that we've decided that we would love to have the ride back again uh, in Marceline through some very generous people. Phase one Ooh. is done. The Utopia Ooh. track has been redone. Yes, That's and so awesome. just uh, keep keep yeah. So just keep checking Facebook and our website for updates on that. Most certainly, will I do that pretty much daily. Whenever I'm on Facebook, I do that actually. And uh, hey, what the heck? Let's is is there a do you want to do a little plug for for Marceline on Facebook? Is it is it is that your own or is it Mar, is it the town of Marceline or the hometown museum that's on Facebook? It's a museum. Museum, so it's hometown Marceline yeah. hometown museum. Is that what it's called? Or yeah, it, it's Walt Disney Hometown Museum. Gotcha. So all you listeners, you want to go check that out as well. Um, and I need to go back up there. I, I've been seeing it for years. I'm just just crazy busy and whatnot. Um, I think you had a car, and, and, and again, memory, God, it's tough to get old, Kay, you know, my memory's just gone. Um, <laughs> yeah, tell me that. <laughs> I think, didn't you have one of the Autopia cars in the museum, or am I wrong? I, I seem to remember seeing that somewhere. Yeah, you do? Yeah, we have, one, we have one of the original cars in the museum. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. I was pretty pretty sure. And, but... and, and the car that's in the museum, interesting enough, was never on the ground in Marceline. Oh. Um, it was used... It was in storage here, basically, yeah. and it was it was never used. So all the little love dingas on it uh, right. came from children driving in at Disneyland. Son of a gun! Which I think is really cool. <laughs> so, yeah, really and truly. I, I, I remember I, I remember the museum the part well I should say this the part I remember about the museum was that it it was right next to the railroad tracks and the old. Uh, uh, what do you call it? I think it was a grandfather clock or something in, in the yeah. museum. Um, at the time, when I first started at Disney, uh, I was on steam trains in the Magic Kingdom. So I have a, a kind of a near and dear uh, attachment to that. And I, I remember you giving me, uh, I still have it actually, one of the uh, 
uh, I'll call it the engineer's hat. It's the black and white striped hat kind of thing. And, uh, shirt. Yeah, I still, I still have that. I don't wear it because I'm afraid I'm going to lose it or something, but I still have that, boy, I'll tell you. Well, if, if you're a rail fan, yeah, we're, the, the museum is, is located in 1913 Santa Fe Railroad Station. Gotcha. And uh, we still have 70 trains a day. 70? 70? 70. 70 wow. a day. We wow. are on the Yeah, we're on the main line between Los Angeles and Chicago <laughs> on the Burlington Northern. So, yeah, we have people come all over to train watch. And we even have a big train watching bench <laughs> that really? they can sit on. Yeah. Oh, man. I should. I, this, I, I, when, the time that I was there, I was limited for time, and so were you. Um, had I... Well, I can't say had I known that because I only had so much time, but I'd love to come out just for that. I'm still a, a buff with that. I, you know, obviously still do my photography, but what I do on my own is 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 just for fun. You know, it's it's stuff like that, taking taking cool pictures of steam trains and especially the older, uh, like 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 what's in the Magic Kingdom, but not not those particular steam trains, the old uh, steam locomotive and whatnot. Anyway, you know, we have a we have a steam engine in our park. And Marceline. We, really? No, I don't remember. Well, again, it may just be me yeah, and my memory. I'll be done. Yeah. Well, you were, it was a pretty fast trip for you. So, yeah. And, yeah. and you know, one of, one of the things when people come to Marceline, and it's adjacent to the museum, is E.P. Ripley Park. And any of you that are students of Walt know that opening day of Disneyland, he rode in on an engine named the E.P. Ripley. Right. Oh, my and, gosh. And, yeah, and the park in Marceline has been, Walt played in it as a child when he was in Marceline. What was it that made you, well, the question was going to be, what made you come back to Marceline? So I'll leave it at that. Was there, was there something that drew you back there versus being staying out of Disneyland, or what was that all about? Uh, well, I was going to college. I was only working at Disneyland. Uh, I was seasonal. I was working summers while I was in college. Oh, gotcha. And uh, when I decided to student teach, uh, the guy who became my husband, uh, we both got um, student teaching jobs in Marceline. Gotcha. And so that's we just never left. Oh, <laughs> so that's, gotcha. That's that's what that's what got us back to Marceline. Gotcha. So so in a sense, you were you were part of the original Disney College program. Ha ha ha. No, uh, yeah. Well, no. yes, I guess so. I guess so. I never thought of it that way. Really, I, 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 I'm sure. I'm sure the whole. I'm sure the whole thing was centered around me. <laughs> I, absolutely, it was. It was. <laughs> oh, you're too funny. Um, so, okay, so moving along just a little bit then. What goes on nowadays in Marceline? I know you have events up there. Do you want to tell tell the folks yeah, about what goes on? The, the town, you know, we're a town of 2,333 good and talented people. Mm. Uh, so for a town our size, we have a lot of town events. And, you know, the museum has events as well. So I'll share, you know, annually in Marceline, what happens is we have a huge car show in May. Uh-huh. Uh, the whole original Main Street USA is filled with vintage cars. Hmm. Uh, then on the 4th of July, we've been having a 4th of July celebration in Ripley Park, mm-hmm. downtown, for over 100 years. Wow. And it's a huge 4th of July celebration. And actually, um, Walt credited watching the fireworks in Marceline with being the reason that he decided to have them at his parks. And really? he called it. Yes, he called it the perfect kiss goodnight. Oh, so um, that's where that came from. 
Yeah, so it all started from uh, him as a child watching the fireworks here in Marceline on the 4th of July. I'll be done. Um, I, I never knew then, that. So then we have, uh, in the end of August, we have a, a wine and art stroll, which mm-hmm. we have wineries come in um, and some breweries as well mm-hmm. and a wine spirit maker. But we the whole Main Street, the original Main Street, is has people and it has music and we usually have 40 to 50 plein air painters come in that day as well. Hmm. And it's kind of like being in Paris. People are painting on every street corner. Wow. Um, so that's a lot of fun. And then um, another city event is a Saturday after Thanksgiving, and it's called Peanut Night. And that's a kickoff to our holiday season, hmm. uh, to Christmas. And we don't know why we sell peanuts. Nobody has ever figured that out. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> we, sell, we sell like, you know, 6,000 bags of peanuts that night. And, <laughs> uh, and people are just walking around town eating peanuts and throwing their shells on the, the ground. It's, it's so much fun. And Santa arrives, and there's horse-drawn wagon rides, and it's just a real fun small-town celebration. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So that's kind of what goes on in the town. Okay. We have made a commitment to change something every year. Right. Uh, so there's new things for people to see. And, and you know, and the reason... I think it's important for people to know the reasons the museum is in Marceline is because of Walt's initial plan mm-hmm. for his Marceline project and because of a promise I made to his little sister, Ruth. Mm-hmm. And um, about the time we started renovating um, the building, because it was you know built in 1913, right. uh, Ruth Be- Disney Beecher calls me and she goes, you know, I have all these things. Um, and I want you to tell our story in Marceline. Hmm. So a great deal of what you see in the museum actually came from the Disney family. And hmm. we feel very, feel very honored that we, that we get to tell that story. And it's, um, it's really quite in depth about the family. Um, uh-huh. when after, after Flora passed away and then Ruth passed away, um, I went out to where she lived. Her only son had me come out, and 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 we went through all these things. They didn't know what they had, and they just mm-hmm. knew Ruth wanted them to come to Marceline. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, you know, I spent a lot of time out there, and we we came back with over three thousand artifacts. Wow! Of wow. things that she that she had saved. Yeah. So we get to tell a really unique story here, and. You know, that's the family was so close and they, hmm. um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was lovely to be included in, in that research sure. and, and honored to tell the story here in Marceline. So, yeah, you got to come back. Also, I, I do remember this when you showed me around, uh, or really it was around your property. Um, there were two things on that property that I, I will never forget. The Dreaming Tree and the barn. Are they still there? And can you tell the folks oh, what the heck I'm talking about? Okay. Well, the Dreaming Tree was a really special place to Walt. Um, anybody that has read about Walt's family know that Elias was a pretty stern man, Walt's father. Oh. You know, And he did not think his son should be daydreaming, and he didn't think he should be drawing. Right. Uh, so Walt had this special place here on the Disney farm where he and his little sister Ruth would go, and um, he called it his dreaming tree. And it was this giant cottonwood 
uh, tree not that far from the house, but I'm sure it felt like a a world away, and it was down by a little creek. And uh, his his sister Ruth told me that that Walt would draw her some pictures, and then he'd make up a right good story to go along with it. <laughs> and and Walt credited the Dreaming Tree as the place he started to draw. Hmm. And it was interesting because after the 56th visit, Walt started making a lot of trips back here. And no matter when he came back, he would kind of ask for time alone for renewal Hmm. um, under the branches of his Dreaming Tree. Now, the Dreaming Tree site is still there. Um, Again, serendipity stepped in. We had American Forest Historic Tree Nursery uh, contacted us and they collected seeds from trees from historic properties hmm. in the United States. Mm-hmm. So they came and collected a million and a half seeds off that tree. Wow. Well, as luck, as luck would have it, right after that, the tree gets hit by lightning. Oh. So I call Disneyland Horticulture, and they sent somebody out and um, said, well, there was nothing they could do, mm-hmm. um, but, and told me what was going to be happening. And that's what happened. But for years, uh, there was this giant trunk there. Mm-hmm. Um, but before the tree got hit by lightning, again, serendipity, um, one of Walt's grandsons called me and said, you know, I want to come back. I want to do something on the farm. And he said, well, what would you like to do? And he goes, plant a tree. Okay. So American Forest grew a sapling forest from a seed from the dreaming tree. And three Walt Disney World ambassadors came up and helped plant the tree. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. They brought, you know, soil from the hubs of the Magic Kingdom and waters from the rivers of America. And uh, so they came up and and assisted in planting the dreamy tree. And now that that tree is 40 feet tall. Wow. And we, yeah, and we had planted it just a, a few feet from the original. So it was, again, you know, I, I think Walt is guiding us and yeah. all these things we do. Uh, it's like, okay, show me a sign, please. But, yeah, so it's there, and the barn is there. And the barn uh, came back to Marceline. Um, the barn that Walt uh, had his shows in uh, as a child, his first foray into show business was in the barn here. Mm-hmm. Um, he, um, The barn had, had been... Uh, was old and a previous owner had taken it down. Mm-hmm. But in 2001, to celebrate the 100th anniversary of Walt's birth, the barn came home again. Uh, the Disney family sent us the blueprint, and the barn came home again during old-fashioned three-day barn raising. Mm-hmm. It was all it was <laughs> all built by volunteers, oh. and there were volunteers from all over that came. And brought their hammers, and they got a T-shirt for helping build the barn. But it was it was really an event to watch this happen. So yes, the wow. the barn is still there. So and I, and I think that's one of the reasons that Marshland has had, had such an impact on Walt because it was that sense of community that he had yeah. all uh, the years he was here. How people came together and they did things together and sure. they supported each other. And, um, you know, when that barn raising would happen, I got, I said, man, you know, this is, this is it. This is, this is why Walt loved us. Yep. So getting back to the barn, I remember, uh, I remember signing the wall when I was there. Do they, do people still do that or does that allowed or, or is it all filled? Yeah, it's, 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 a lot, it's allowed if you can find a place to sign. 
<laughs> I bet. People I'm, are having to sign really, really tiny now. Really. Uh, so uh, we actually added some more bees just so people uh, would have uh, have a have a place to ride. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's really it's really very special. I mean, um, I, I see families down there, and and um, you know, kids are running around, and sure. and they feel free, and and um, you know, the other day, last Sunday. There were so many ducks and geese on the pond down there, hmm. you know, and people were just taking pictures and watching them. I thought, this is perfect. Yeah. How lovely. I remember when you took me to the barn and showed me around and you said, sign the wall. And I, I remember looking, I, I signed it and I, I, I put, put something about keeping the spirit of Walt Disney alive or something like that. And it was after I signed it that I, I looked around and saw all the other signatures and read a couple of them. Then, I, then, it, then it impacted it, the impact hit me on, on what it was, and I started. I remember thinking to myself, "Well, oh, geez, if I ever come back here again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write something more prolific." Uh, <laughs> but that's great. Yeah, it, and, it, and, it, and, it, and it's interesting because I mean, people have signed there from all over the world, and yeah. I mean, like Pete, Pete Doctor is signed down there, and Tony Baxter's down there, and wow. you know, so there are a lot of, of Disney people that have been to Marceline that sure. you know their, their names are down in the barn. I don't want to keep you all night here. Uh, any, any? Do you have any plans by chance on visiting Walt Disney World in the near future, or, or do oh, you? I, yeah, I'm planning to be down there in the fall for the for the big celebration. Oh, I'm hoping to yeah, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, well, when you do, uh, even even if I just meet up with you just for a quick second, I'm sure you'll probably be busy. I'd love to do that. Is there anything else again before we sort of? Wine, I wind this down. Well, Anything else you want to talk yeah. about or tell? Oh, I have okay. All kinds of fun stuff that the museum is doing to tell you about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. So, okay. Well, this is our twentieth anniversary uh-huh. at the museum. Yeah. Yeah. So we have all kinds of fun things planned. Uh, we are adding QR codes as bonus tours to the museum and to the farm and to the original Main Street USA. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We are doing we're doing monthly giveaways on Facebook, so everybody become our friend on Facebook. Oh yeah. Be in the contest. Uh, we're having restarting our speaker series. We took a year off because of COVID, right? And so we're restarting our speaker series, and again, those announcements will be and so they'll probably um, likely be online. Mm-hmm. Again, this year, simply because people are you know, not traveling like we were. So, mm-hmm. and check that out. Uh, and for all you Walt Disney World cast members, uh, we are having a Walt Disney World Ambassador Special Exhibit this year mm-hmm. of uh, uniforms from the past. So, that's going to be, or their costume stars in the past. Um, and then in September, on September the 18th, we're having Walt Disney Hometown Tune Fest, which is, we have been doing for 22 years now. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the cartoon fest that we have. So sure. Our head, yeah, so our headliners this year are Joseph Yakovich, who's a Disney artist. Uh, he's been with the Disney company for 30 years. Hmm. And he's had an interesting career, you know, everything from illustrating books to um, designing sets for Disney on Ice. And, I mean, he, he is just the coolest guy to talk to and to listen to. Uh, Terry Harden, who's a former Imagineer yeah. and American puppeteer. Yeah, Terry worked with the Muppets. 
Uh, and she was on the design team for Disneyland Paris attractions, the Big Thunder Mountain and, and the Dragon's Lair, which is absolutely beautiful. Mm. Um, and Mindy Johnson. Uh, Mindy is an award-winning author and film historian and filmmaker, and she uh, is an expert on women's animation, is the author of Ink and Paint, uh, the women of Disney animation. If you have never heard her speak, it's amazing. So she will be in Marceline. They'll all be in Marceline uh, in September. And then the big deal is, is our gala. Oh, yeah. I mean, Zengala, yeah. yes, is October 23rd and is held on the Disney farm. Huh. And, <laughs> yes, and it's under a big tent on the Disney farm. Um, our keynote speaker is Tom Navi, and all of you at Disney World know Tom. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and, and Tom and I worked together at Disneyland. Oh, is that we right? Were there, yeah, yeah, we were there working at the same time. And so, you know, Tom was. Uh, the luckiest boy in the world, he was chosen to be Tom Sawyer, uh, mm-hmm. the very first one at Disneyland. And then he had a 48-year career with the Disney company. Yep. Um, so his his stories are incredible. And when, when we old Disneylanders get together, there are stories that we can't tell everybody. But we, <laughs> we really had a good time back then. <laughs> we, were, we were all working there. Um I- so anyway, so yeah, we got a lot going on this year, and uh, and also Disney cast members mm-hmm. um, get half price admission at the museum for this year. Ooh, we hear that cast members. There, that there's your incentive right there. Um, plus, you, yeah. you, you, you need so, to go. Yeah, and so our um, our website is and has all this information. In it. It's just WaltDisneyMuseum.org. WaltDisneyMuseum.org. Got mm-hmm. it. Okay, I'm just I'm just repeating it to, you know. No, please do, please yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and again, that thing you said it properly, Kay. It just sometimes you know, I'm listening on my end, coming over the phone. Sometimes it, it's kind of weird. The thing in September, it is called Tune, as in T O O N, Tune Fest. Yes, Tune gotcha. Fest. Uh huh. Gotcha. And that is that is um, on September the 18th. Gotcha. And and then our gala is in October, so you can be Country Tune Fest, and then you can do the big celebration at Walt Disney World, and then you can come back to Marceline uh, on October 23rd. And we have a great fireworks show. We have our own kiss goodnight at the end of the gala. And you're on the Disney farm, and it's reflecting in the pond that, um, for those of you who really study Walt, remember he was quite the hog rider? Mm, yep, He's yep, just, yep. Okay, well, so that's the pond he got dumped in. That <laughs> 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 the fireworks are, are uh, glistening off of. So, gotcha. yeah, oh. we have a lot of stuff happening this year. So this would be a good year for everybody to come. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd love to get out. Either either Trunefest or uh, actually the, the, the gala. I think that kind of more interests me almost more. Me personally. I'm not saying whatever. Yes, yeah, yeah. And and there will be special tours that day uh, sure. for people coming in the day of the gala. So yeah. uh, it will be a very fun event. So, okay, one last question about them, about all the, uh, the activities. If people are coming out there, um, I would assume some of them are they like uh, like, like ticketed events, and if so, do they just buy the tickets yeah. when they get there? Or uh, well, the gala of course is reservation only, and you have to get your t- and those tickets are on sale now. Okay. Uh, Tune Fest, Tune Fest tickets will be available soon. 
Um, it's a ticket event as well, gotcha. but the, the, yeah, the price of the tickets, we try to keep it down so everybody can come. Gotcha. Um, and lodging in Marceline, uh, is limited, but within 30 minutes, of course, you guys are listening from probably each coast. Um, 30, 30 miles here is 30 minutes. <laughs> so <laughs> if not, so, so, you know, within 30 miles, we have 30 minutes, we have several hundred hotel rooms. Sure. So, well, they can uh, all, yeah. they, they can all come stay with you, right? And at the barn? Sure. Uh, well, you know, uh, uh, and sorry, my house is a little full on those events, but, uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> really? I, th- I think if I come out there, I'm going to bring my little, uh, my little camper van, and and uh, not worry about trying to get uh, accommodations. Oh, we have we have a we have a great place for you to stay. It's called Loader Up. Oh, cool! All right. Yeah, it's a campground. Yeah, just just might take it's you up on that. Right here in Marceline, just a few blocks from my house. Oh, that's awesome! That's awesome. I don't want to keep you all night. Um, but I, I cannot, cannot, cannot thank you enough for doing this, Kay. And I, I, I hope I can put this, uh, even if we put this podcast out now, I may redo it closer to the fall when you've got your events going on up there. And plus there'll be a lot of buzz, I'm sure, about the 50th anniversary down here in Florida and, and, and what a 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World here in Florida. So hopefully this will do you some good too. I, I just, I, I'm just happy as, as a, as a, I don't know what, but I'm just happy that we got to talk and do this here, actually. It was a lot of fun, and I, I, I want to thank you for the invitation to share. We love sharing our stories with all the, all the Disney fans out there and the cast members. Cause, sure. You know, Mar- Marceline is a really, really important part of the Disney story, Yep. and we invite you to come anytime to experience it. Okay, well, thank you, and, and again, um, I, I will do my absolute real best to get out there, not just saying that. I really would like to get out there. So I again I'll 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 bid you adieu, Kay, and I'm just gonna say goodbye to the folks. And uh once again, everybody, Ms. Kay Mallins, the Walt Disney Nope, I gotta get it right, Kay. Wait. The Disney Hometown Museum? Walt Walt Disney Hometown Museum. Yeah, what she said, what she said. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you got you gotta get out there and see it. Uh, any Disney fan, any Disney cast member, um, and see Marceline and everything else, everything Walt out there. It's just a it's a wonderful place to be. Um, all right, Kay, uh, I will talk to you. Uh, actually, I'll talk to you shortly. If you can hang on the line, I'm just going to say goodbye to the folks for now. Okay. Goodbye, okay. everybody. Okay. Thanks for listening. Well, to everybody listening, I thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation with Kay Mallins as much as I did. Until next time, be kind to each other, do good deeds, pray for peace, and help those in need. Make it a great day, y'all.